everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. It is our 60th episode. This is a special bonanza. Well, it's actually just a predictions for an upcoming pay-per-view, but still, it feels like a big deal to us. I am, of course, Ginger Heat, one of the four hosts of the Four Jobbers, and I am joined by this creature that lives in Scotland. He is the body from Kirkcaldy, Jordan D. How you doing, buddy? Oh, that was beautiful. Starting off on a on a high note there, lovely. Yes, it is our sixtieth episode. That means that I have sat in front of this microphone and a computer sixty times, probably more than that, because I'm sure there's been a couple that we've done that were duds and we just binned them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm I'm feeling good. I'm uh, I'm excited to talk some wrestling. Um, I wonder, does it include the original episodes, like when we first, first started this podcast? It I, must. I wonder if we've been... Yeah, I think must. so. Because we yeah, have been doing Daddy, this over he is, year, uh, yeah. you know, he is diligent. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, there will be a couple of erroneous numbers in there, but uh, yeah, for the mm. most part. But that milky voice that you could hear in the background, he is <laughs> a more recent addition to the podcast... But it feels like he's been here forever because he fits in so damn well. He just slithered right on into the podcast. He is the Wax Mamba, Ryan Waxman, all the way from the Deej. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. You know, I wish I was a snake sometimes, especially last week, because snakes don't have spines. They don't, you know, they, they can't pull muscle. Well, spine and muscle are two different things. All that to say, <laughs> I'm feeling a lot better, so spinal uh you should expect a lot more waxy milky participation this time around i'm sure snakes maybe have you know problems so they get like too much fluid in their tubes or whatever it is that makes them move i, I actually don't yeah. understand the anatomy of snake very well clearly but seasonal they depression have muscles and they, they slide around they, they definitely have muscles for sure that's what uh propels yeah, they could put imag- yeah imagine cutting about on your belly all day you're bound to pull a muscle at some point right and I guess like, because you're like a snake, Scotty you got too no hotty. choice. Yeah, you right. Keep pushing on, right? Just like when, uh, who was it? Was Mrs. Storm who broke the table with while she was clearing it? it the show must go on, I guess. Eh? <laughs> yeah, literally just. What's her name? Tony Braxton. Braxton. That was an that was an opposite. That was an opposite. I am the table moment. You know yeah, exactly. when it doesn't <laughs> break. <laughs> like the one that I sent in the group where she got tossed out, like. Was it off the top rope into the table and the table didn't break? It just kind of like yeah. folded <laughs> over, like ugh. so that one like the table was not That's, going down there. It's just uh, another difficulty for Tegan Knox, the unluckiest woman in uh, in wrestling, oh, yeah. sadly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like <laughs> is that a like ring a, name? Maybe the t- maybe the <laughs> yeah, table's new. It's his first time. Maybe he just got a little excited and collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh boy, <laughs> made it to the big time. <laughs> and of course, you know, I have to save the best for last because he is the one that represents most all of the values of being a jobber. He is Jason the Fantastical. He is the bizarre. He is the mysterious. He is the charismatic. He is the enigmatic. He is they hate Jason, a.k.a. they love Jason, a.k.a. Jason the Fantastical, Jason the everything you've had all kinds of crazy names this year what do you bring in to us special for this 60th episode sir um 
I'm just going to bring my everyday 100% effort that I bring every show. Um, and to assure that it's a good episode, I took my evening walk before the podcast Ooh. so I can go all night long. <laughs> like Val Venus. I love it. So what did you guys watch this week in wrestling? There was a pay-per-view event on the weekend, and then there was the regular allotment of shows. But this is also a go-home show to yet another pay-per-view that's coming up, uh, Elimination Chamber. Why don't you kick it off, Mamba? What am I kicking off? Uh, what did you watch this week? What did I watch this week? Well, of course, being the, uh, I guess, the local NXT Mark, as Jordan says, yes. uh, I of course watched NXT Takeover Vengeance Day. It's the only V Day I really celebrated. Just kidding. The Valet and I <laughs> celebrated uh, during the day, and we celebrated Friday. Well, yeah, we should rename it Valet Day. Valet Day. That's um, every day, baby. So of course I watched Vengeance Day. <laughs> I actually, for the first time in a very long time, attempted to watch Monday Night Raw live as it was being shown i, I made, made it two-thirds of the way through and then smackdown i caught up uh with highlights what happened after two-thirds of the way through a i got tired and b if you want me to get into it i can this is not news to anybody who has watched raw now that it is three hours it is not a full three hours like when you watch nxt vengeance day it's match maybe a promo match maybe a little cutscene with cameron grimes in a speedo match <laughs> yeah then go on and go on <laughs> raw and again I'm, I'm not saying anything novel it's it's promo commercial uh video package commercial pre-match interview entrance commercial match part of the match commercial another video package during the match <laughs> back to the match match ends another video package back to commercial it's just it was i mean if i was interested i would have forced myself to stay up i was tired yes yeah. i had a couple wobbly pops in me <laughs> um but monday night raw was not successful in continuously giving me something to uh, be excited about i it's yeah. just the matches themselves weren't particularly interesting and it was paced so poorly. It's just marketing, 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 which I get. Yeah. They're a business. You're going to have it. It's just, it's like 50% marketing material at this point and 25% actual wrestling, which is why I watch. So I actually, unfortunately, I tuned out before the gauntlet match, but um, uh, you didn't that, miss that was my experience. It, you know, the thing that annoys me most is when they have like a pre-match interview and then like somebody coming down to the ring and it's like, oh yeah, yeah, and then they're getting to the ring and he goes, we'll be right back after this commercial break. <laughs> it goes away, right? And you're like, all right, fine. I'll go and get myself a biscuit and a cup of tea. Brilliant. You fire back onto the sofa, <laughs> right? And you're like, here we go. I've missed all the adverts. Brilliant. Smashing. It comes back in and it, it's Michael Cole and he goes, the progressive match flow moment of the week. And I'm like, what are you talking about? There was a guy just coming down to the ring for a fight. So you watch some nonsense from last week, right? 
and then it finishes, and then it cuts to a promo to a completely different wrestler, right? Yeah. You know, probably Sasha Banks and Reginald, and for some reason Kalisto seems to be hanging about in the back. Happy he never comes out again. for a match. <laughs> so am I, but he never comes out for a match. He just kind of hangs yeah. about the back with beautiful women. And then there's a promo with that, and so. then it comes back to the ring, and it's like still playing Biggie's entrance music. And you're like, how long's that been on for? About 25 minutes of the show. Yeah, he's just been standing he's in the ring, been shaking standing his in the ring. Yeah, like <laughs> with nobody else in attendance. It just looks awkward. So he's in an empty room. Doesn't AEW when they cut to commercial, they still show the action beside the commercial? They have like the they don't picture, do picture, that picture. Picture. Yeah, they don't do it here. Um, when okay. it goes to an advert here, it just goes to an advert and then it comes back. But yes, you're right. I at at some point in my history of watching AEW, I have <clears throat> broken the law and watched <laughs> perhaps a uh, unofficial copy of the show. And yes, it did have the kind of picture in picture. I think NXT does that as well, though, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is, I guess that's what you want. I mean, I don't know about you guys, if you prefer that or if you'd rather come out of it and go back in, I, I don't know. Picture-in-picture picture is the best yeah. for me. Yeah, agree. Sure. Is yeah. there any way that they cannot like, break up a match with a commercial, or that's just impossible? Well, I mean, WWE is doing it now by... Either they having an entrance, match. yeah, but but they're not splitting the match. They're having like an entrance, and then the match starts after the after the ad. And or... It sucks to miss entrances. Entrances are such I agree. a big part of wrestling and the character. But they do they split but... matches too, though. In the middle of the match, like, oh, is he gonna win? Yeah, Stay but tuned. It, but the thing they seem to be doing at the minute is they'll have like a match, and then that match will finish in a DQ, and someone will go, ah, I'm not having that. Restart the Restart match it. after this oh, commercial go, okay. break, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. See, yeah, I know it's just—it's a huge, yeah. It's just—it's too much like a TV show and not a wrestling show now. It's—I don't know, or maybe it's but been then, like that for a while, but I just really but feel it right shows, now. TV shows have an arc. The show doesn't have an arc. I mean, sometimes they'll oh, put there's in an something arc there to try to, to, try to keep there. it to the end. More recently, they've been doing this thing where, like, which is a good idea. If you tease the gauntlet match at the beginning, more people are going to want to stay. And see the ending of the show, right? You can also or have some maybe that even throughout. a week like, who's before be in the gauntlet match. Yeah, but then you should have week before build up as well, right? That you're looking forward to next week's show instead of I have no idea what next week's going to be. It's going to be completely random and have nothing to do with what happened the week before. Like that's not enjoyable at all to me. <clears throat> yeah, but Agreed. I think that might be exclusive to Raw. In my opinion, I, I think SmackDown is doing more, it not exclusive, so but more pronounced. Yeah, yeah, maybe more that's obvious. I need to watch a SmackDown show. I think SmackDown's doing very well because they seem to it's much more concise. Show, yeah, um, quite well. So, like for the last few weeks, it's been Roman comes out, does something, says um this is going to happen later tonight. The rest of the show happens, and then you see the the end of Roman's segment at the, at the other end of the show, which yeah. That's a good story. That's how you know you keep me watching because I'm like, I can't believe he came out and said that at the start of the show, and now I'm going to have to wait around for an hour and a half to find out what actually happens. Like that's gripping, right? Yeah. I, plus, I like the talent on SmackDown better yeah, than that's a good point. What's yeah. on Raw? So what am I doing? Watch? I guess I was just bored 
<laughs> I'm going to be honest. I was bored on on Monday night. I'm you like, can't, well, you can't watch Raw live. It's just not manageable. Yeah. I watched it today without commercials, and it's still long. So like, there's no but chance. It, that's the whole thing, right? Why can't it be? What can change? Well, story. Well, well put two it this hours. Way. I wouldn't watch Lord of the Rings every single week. Yeah, it's too long. If it was Lord of the Rings show that was continuous, it was a three hour show. If if Game of Thrones was three hours I'd every week, watch it. I would. No, I mean, I think people still... would, but they would complain. Like, I don't know. I think that's too much. Well, here's the thing: if it was yeah, Game it of probably Thrones, should be too much. <laughs> with progressively accelerating the story, but if like. I don't know, Jon Snow breaks character and says, hey, if you missed, like, stay tuned for, for after the commercial where I, I <laughs> yeah. might get to a pickle yeah, yeah. or something, or here's what you missed. Uh, last week, they did a big promo. Then, yeah, it, it, it's it's not so much, for me at least, that it's three hours. It's that they're filling it with empty nothingness. It's, yeah. it's repackages of repackages of repackages. They have like this two minute and a half long WrestleMania promo that they play once every fifteen minutes at this point, and it's like okay, we I know WrestleMania is coming. It's gonna be cool. It's pirate themed. Great, sick. Move on. Elimination it's, Chamber. They're talking about that a lot too. I mean, oh yeah. So there's two of those, it, three of those. It's, it's too there's much. No real, no real progression in the story. All they do is they go, okay, there's four people in this feud, so one will face three and two will face four. And then next week, what we'll have is one versus four and two versus three. Um, then the week after that, what we'll do is we'll have one and two versus three and four. And they just do combinations of the same thing over and over. So you're not progressing anything. You're just showing me matches. And if that's the case, why am I watching three hours of exhibition matches? Yeah, and there's just no space to develop those stories because, again... You can't go five, ten minutes of just in-ring content without getting into one of these marketing packages. And again, exactly. I'm not saying they're never going to get rid of marketing. It's always going to be there. It's too much. Yeah, I, th- I right think that it is a product of COVID nineteen, perhaps, and that they don't so. have they don't have fans in attendance. So, you know, they need to make their money somehow. And, yeah. I, and I understand that by having sponsors and market and stuff. It, yeah, it and like we said, money. they're making more than ever. Yeah, and I, I understand that. Hmm. It's just that when... With their lowest view, viewerships, highest money, it's just crazy. Highest and money? Like, How does that some work? Break, uh, breaking news here. MVP has suffered a knee injury. Hurt Business Leader it. said he's on one good knee after injuring it during last night's match. So. You, you saw it, too. He, he Is that kayfabe like, for, for real? No, I for think real. it's for real. He, uh, he you yeah, saw it in the match so. too. He pulled up really, like with nothing happened. He he just sort of stepped on it oh, wrong. Oh damn, or, that's the worst. Like that's you could tell he was. Uh, he finished the match. Credit to him, but I, I I could tell the match finished before it was supposed to. Oh, that's a shame. We yeah. wish him well. We hope he gets better. He's been a, a revelation as he's come back. I hope they do more with him. I hope they let him speak more the, because that's it. The, that's when the, hurt business was at its best. The good news for MVP is he's so great as a as a mouthpiece that he could yeah. probably still be on TV uh, if unless for like, sure he, he will really be. for sure yeah like he doesn't need to be in the ring to be effective. No, absolutely, super absolutely. effective, super effective. But Ooh. all this talk about how Monday Night Raw was just not appealing to me. I'll tell you what show got it right, and it was NXT Vengeance Day. Uh, I don't know how many of you watched all or some I did. of it. I watched. I actually watched some of it. I turned it on. 
What did I you thought guys? of you and then <laughs> I, I popped it old. on. Ah, oh, thanks. Did you watch one match or something? No, I watched I think three matches. That's not bad, to be fair. Um, the women's triple threat for the championship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the main event, the you know, and I can't remember. Oh, and the tag team uh, final, the the Dusty Rhodes tag team final. There was two, three, three the big, women's. three of the biggest matches on the thing. Huh? The men's, the men's or the women's? Oh, the, uh, the men's. Sorry, I didn't know there was both. So oh, yeah, the men's. You watched. Uh, uh, you missed. You missed the women's one. The women's must have been earlier. Awesome. I did. I turned it yeah, on it like the first after. Yeah. Women's yeah. was better. IMO. I didn't really? know these tag like the tag teams were I'm like who so. the hell are these guys? No clue who they were. I'm oh. sure they're great. I haven't haven't watched in a while. Uh, with but regards, um, yeah, with regards to the tag teams, Jason. Just before you continue, uh, MSK they debuted in the Dusty Classic. Uh, okay, because they kept saying they're brand new. La, la. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, they are yeah. high flyers. Um, and the other guys, the grizzled young veterans. What a <laughs> I <love> name! <laughs> I love it. No, they're fantastic. I don't like yeah. the name, but they're fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I hate them, but that does mean that they're over with me. Like I, I don't, I, I don't enjoy what like any of their promo stuff. But again, that might be because I'm Scottish and they're Liverpool, and I hate Liverpool. So, <laughs> um, well, I mean, anyway. they they did a sick um, Legion of Doom. What do they call it? The um, that their uh, finisher doomsday destroyer the doomsday dis- device yeah. wasn't it doomsday On, device, to the outside yeah. to the outside of the ring never seen it before went through the middle ropes outside yeah. i was like that's that was fantastic yeah well, that like, was a great i mean match. let's 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 go through the card uh we yeah. don't need to to go into too much detail for everything but you know no. we've, we've all watched at least some of it um yes. so i think we should we should cover the show it was in my opinion uh, Another classic takeover. Takeover is always good. It, again, it's two and a half hours of matches. Like they, they don't really piss around. They just let's give you another match. Here's another one. Do you, you like that? Well, take this one and all. Uh, you know they keep going. So takeover is always fun for the wrestling side of it. Not necessarily the stories, but the wrestling side of it. Yes. Um, so yeah, let's tackle it. First match was the 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 women's Dusty Road classic final between Raquel Welsh no not Raquel Welsh sorry um, <laughs> <laughs> names, Raquel Gonzalez Gonzalez not Raquel Welsh uh, Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez Welsh. and uh, Dakota, uh, Kai. And Dakota Kai versus um, Ember Moon Chelsea Blackheart and, and Ember Moon yes I I loved this match I, th- I thought it was class mm-hmm. um, we were kind of texting back and forward a little bit about it I I think that Dakota Kai and um, Raquel were the deserved winners. However, I don't know how that plays out against the current women's tag champs because they now have a shot at the title, right? Yeah. That seems like two heel tag teams together, which I don't know how that's going to play out. Um, But yeah, the match itself was class. The only thing that I would say is Although her character is great and she plays it very well, Shotzi Blackheart still needs some time in the ring. Yes, I, I texted you guys this. You can tell, especially when a wrestler involves a lot of aerial acrobatic moves, you can tell when it's not fluid yet. Like a Rey Mysterio. You don't see Rey Mysterio thinking through, okay, I gotta hit this, I gotta put my leg here. With Shotzi, and, and this will come with experience you could still see her 
thinking. You can see the gears turning. I think she'll be okay, especially because the company seems to really, really like her. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd say she was the not great spot of the match. It wasn't her best outing. But it yeah. was a good match, and I agree with Jordan. The right team won. Heel versus heel is going to be interesting, but I am excited to see a new women's tag team in the mix, assuming they stay up in WWE. Because Dakota Kai has been like, overcooked for a while i think she can have gone up a while ago and raquel they again seem to really really like and this is a power person that goes up mm. against two power people so it makes sense from a storyline perspective too yeah for i'm sure. glad she didn't get called up yet because there's no place for her right now the, we'll talk about it later but the women's division mm. is so i don't know it's just in turmoil on the main roster i'm actually you know, you, like you say, it's been too long, but in the end, right now, it's like, you know what, stay there because up, up you're not going to get anything. It's Fair. mad the difference, though. Like, if I look at even just that match, there's no Carmella, there's no Sasha Banks. Like, I look at all four of them in that match and I go, wow, like, they could all be in. WWE on the main roster and all, they, they can all perform very well and even in the kind of performance brand you know they're learning the trade as such I still think they can cut better promos they can you know the, some of the performances in the ring are better than what I'm seeing on the main roster just now so yeah I, I, I think it is too busy there just now I mean, maybe they need to cut some stuff to bring them up but yeah because like even nikki cross right like yeah she can she was able to do both on nxt she could go in a match she can talk and now she is we also on the side until alexa's done whatever she's doing have I not seen rhea ripley since the royal rumble which she was the runner up in so i thought yeah, this yeah. was like the the ticket even if it wasn't the the wrestlemania ticket it was the ticket to rhea ripley but I don't know where she's at, but there's going to be, you know, we've got Mania coming up at some point, so there's definitely going to be some Monday after WrestleMania um, appearances on Raw and all that Guaranteed. kind of stuff. There always is. Always. So yeah, maybe I'll be watching be that some... one live. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably the only one that we'll watch live. Yeah. yeah. Um, we had then again one of my favorite factions uh, in WWE. Not that there's that many, but the way. Uh, was involved in the next match. It was Johnny Gargano versus Kushida in the North American Championship match. And again, I thought this was an entertaining match. I liked a little bit of storyline at the beginning when Austin Theory uh, sort of disappeared on the way to the ring. He's got a little thing brewing with Dexter Loomis. Um, so I like it. A yeah. little bit of a story within a story. And Kushida's... I, I, the one thing that bothered me about this match actually came from commentary. And it was saying, oh, Kushida, sorry, that's probably a siren near me. That's what happens yeah, when you're a hospital and a fire station. Um, they keep saying... I thought it was a wolf. For, uh, for, uh, for Kushida. A wolf. Oh, this is going to be a huge moment for his career. Like, he really, like this is going to be his defining moment. I'm like, isn't Kushida an international superstar? Doesn't he have experience? I understand the WWE is... is and especially in the WWE, you're going to say the WWE is number one. This is the peak level. And but, it is. Uh, it kind of 
I guess it kind of bugged me. It's like it's like saying this guy's accomplished nothing. He's nothing. Now he's in WWE. He's on NXT. And but other times <laughs> they use it positively, right? Sure, of course. I just I think when it comes for an international person like a Shinsuke, like uh, someone who is really really accomplished elsewhere, we can't. I, I don't like when they ignore that. I suppose. I yeah I I agree. I, I, it seems like they kind of go well. Everything you've learned up to now was pointless. That's why you're you know that's why you've come here so you can actually learn how to do it. I think it, on that though it also annoys me when they're like oh you know. He's here and he's fighting for the most prestigious bet. Well, no, you're not, because we know that this is the developmental brand. So, yeah. like, if you're saying that everything's been leading to this point, what you're saying is everything's been leading to him being not quite as good as the main roster. Yes. And it's just an interesting um, way to put it, I guess. But they're not going to say... Oh, you know, Kashida's career has been leading to this mediocre point. They have to play it up. I get that. Of course. It's a minor grape. Uh, The match itself was really, really good. Uh, Just, we know what Johnny, what Johnny wrestling can do. Uh, Johnny takeover, Johnny whatever. I love, I love his gimmick right now with the way. And I hope if, again, I'm always looking with NXT. Are they going to come up to WWE? If they do, I hope they do it as the way but austin theory indy hartwell the other two members of the way are still very very green yeah so do you bring them up on the proven experience of candace and gargano or do you leave them down there johnny's johnny's so great that he'd be great anywhere you say that but austin theory has more time in the main roster than um gargano does it's true one of one of the original members of the Messiahs. Uh, That's a good point. Little tag team thing that he had going on, and then Austin Theory went straight back down to NXT. So. Probably for for those reasons. Yeah, probably. Jason, did you see that match? Uh, no, I didn't. Right. The Johnny well, Gargano match? No. Let's no. talk did about you, a um, match that I know who that Jason is though. But do you do you see Johnny Gargano ever? being on the main roster and being in a title picture. No, I don't. Yeah, that's the thing. Not not in the main. I'm not saying he picture. couldn't do it. I just don't see them doing it. Uh, yeah. Even any. Do you see him do you see him winning more well, like than any Ricochet titles is right now? Like I don't know. More like, than Ricochet? I mean, I I hope so cuz they did Ricochet that's, pretty that's dirty. That's the bar, right? Ricochet is just as good as Johnny Gargano in my opinion. Different style, isn't it? Or are they both different like style. just pure? Yeah. Yeah, different style, sure, but I don't know. I, I just I think Johnny's a better, small. a better technical wrestler than Ricochet. Ricochet's got yeah. some really great moves. I feel uh, like, but we'll see. Yeah, because like when you're Ricochet and you can literally do anything, any flip, jump from anywhere, uh, they bring you in and that's what they focus on, and then they don't develop your character, and then people stop caring, and then you fall out of favor, and then you're in uh, retribution. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we talk about a match that Jason, I know he saw. Uh, yeah, I got notes. There was some uh, division what? on this match. There was some division You've got on notes? this match. Notes? No, no, it no, no, was... not notes. It's just a text that I sent to the group as I was yes. watching. Uh-huh. It was the men's <laughs> final for the Dusty Classic. It was must-see kids, or MSK, versus the grizzled young veterans. And I want to hear first what Jason has to say. I mean, 
the match was entertaining. It was a spectacle. There was tons of amazing moves. Um, I have um, the first thing I have written down was that was a whack kickout, and I think that's after uh, one of the guys hit a 450 splash. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He just kicks out of it. Um, and then uh, then they did the doomsday device to the outside of the ring, which I've never seen in my life, and I was blown away. They bring the guy back in, kicks out. And then, like, seconds later, the guy that just got the doomsday device outside of the ring did this crazy, like, backflip off the top rope. Like, so, for me, it's just not my style. It's just nonstop, big moves. You don't feel like they're carrying the damage from one move to the next one. And it's just a big spot fest. It's super entertaining, but... I just felt it was too much being thrown at you, like nonstop, boom, 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 kick out. It's like, what does anything mean? 450 splash, kick out, doomsday device outside, kick out, all these finishers, kick out. I'm like, this is not for me. I like some like grungy Bret Hartness in a match, like even though I hate on Bret Hart, like, you know, like punches and hair pulls and then some boring stuff and then bring it back up. So, so, I don't know. It's just, it wasn't it's, for me, but it's, it's like I can see watching. Though. It's like watching the Olympics, um, yeah. in particular the like gymnastics stuff. You sit there like this. It looked like oh, a performance what? rather than a fight. Yeah, what is going on here? This is insane. But there's no story to it. It's just a performance. Yeah, as you say, it's just they're doing moves. Um, and I think that's what NXT is really good at doing. It's really good at showing you what these people can do in the same way they did with Ricochet. And then the problem is you instantly go, wow, look at what that person could do. That's insane. Get them on SmackDown, and then they get up, and it's like, what do we do with you? Because that's not how it works around here. It's it's a different style of show, you know? They have to think about story and development, and, well, I mean, they don't, but <laughs> they, uh, they, they should. Um, but, you know, NXT is very much like that. But, yeah, you're right. It's a different style. I am happy to... St- Excuse me, I got the hiccups. I am happy to see uh, tag teams that are tag teams. It's not just two singles competitors, yeah. dirty dog in it. It's uh, it's. Uh, I don't even know the guys' names in either tag team. They're MSK. They're grizzled young veterans. They're not uh, Steve and Bob. They're they're MSK. Uh, I think one of them's name is Wesley, which I always thought was just Wesley, but it's actually yep. Wesley. West oh, and Nash Carter. Actually, I do know their names, I suppose, but um, they're all very but, generic names. But, yeah, I, I kept so, saying the the vets' names, but I kept forgetting it. Yeah, through like, Gibson and Blake, um, Jack Gibson and James Drake, I believe. Yeah, close everybody enough. loves the Drake. Mm-hmm. It's it's very close to that. That's for sure. Something like but that. the the thing is, it's like you can't then say, okay, Zach Gibson, he's going to be a single star. No, 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 he's Grizzled Young Veterans, these guys are a tag team. Same way that the Revival was, so it makes me not overly optimistic, but I like good tag team wrestling when I see it because we don't see that much of it, at least not in WWE. Yeah, for sure. And also, Great I was going to say, like, uh, from an acting perspective, anytime you do a scene, you can't keep it at like a 10 the entire match. Yeah. There needs to be build... For any story to work, right? Otherwise, it's just one note. You don't want to be one note, and a lot of the time, yeah, the young guys can be uh, one note, and it does happen, but it's still entertaining. It's still fantastic to see, for sure, in my opinion. That's fair. All right, what about the women's championship, Io Shirai 
Tony Storm, Mercedes Martinez. Too short. I, I felt, yeah, I thought it was short also. It, it was really short. I, I think there was no real threat, like, probably. Like, were those two yeah. real threats, really? No. no? Uh, I, I don't even watch it. Really. I know they weren't. I think Tony yeah. Storm, maybe. Um, but, yeah, Mercedes Martinez, she, she, I mean, she's a jobber from Retribution. You know, she couldn't even make it in yeah. that faction. So, um, yeah. I think with a triple threat, it needs to be a little bit longer, in my opinion, because you've got three people that you need to kind of show off what they're going to be, you know, what they're going to do in the match. So it needs to be that little bit longer. There's going to be more, you know, breakups of of pin attempts and things like that. So, um, yeah, it was quite short. Um, obviously, the right person won. In I think yeah. all of our opinion, uh, so, yes. but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I think with Tony, the, the storyline is that um, Io Shirai has never beaten Tony Storm. Uh, Mercedes is sort of coming back, and I guess they wanted to throw her in there. I would have liked to see a bit more build up to just having an actual opponent for Io Shirai because she is so. At least right now, she is billed as being so far above any other woman, almost any other wrestler (laughs) on the NXT roster. And there was never much doubt in my mind for me that that she was going to win. It was, again, an entertaining match. Um, It was a good performance. I agree it was a bit short, but I never felt at any point that, oh, Io might lose. Io's Hmm. in danger. I wonder if so obviously the match ended with Io pinning Mercedes Martinez. I wonder if that is deliberate so that Tony can still say, oh, she's never beaten me. Probably. Yeah. Because that yeah. angle, if you take out Martinez and just have Tony versus Io for Mania Weekend, for example, I think would be a good way if they were going to do it to move the title to somebody else so that EO can come up to the main roster. I mean, yeah. that's a good story to say, hey, we've got two people here that have gone head-to-head a few times and it's always gone one way. You know, we are like, nah, no way, EO's surely going to win. But then, yeah, I, I don't know. It just, it's just, I'm thinking like, about stories. I mean, Oscar you know? didn't Oscar just give up the title and move up? Yeah, she did. She's like, no one can beat I, me. Here's the title, see you later. I mean, I hate that. I hated it. I know. I don't mind that. Just, I don't mind that. You don't always have to lose the match to, for to move NXT on. is the only time it works, right? Because you're going to something. You know what? We know what's better, and you know what? While you're in NXT, the best thing you can do is win the NXT Championship. So it's still got yeah. some prestige to me, and I think it's there's nothing wrong with her just being like, "I've beat you all. See you later." But I want this... the women's title. But again, yeah. I'm worried about the women's title picture on the main roster and where does she fit right now. I've said it before as well. Why don't... I mean, the last time there was a gimmick or, or sorry, a move from NXT to the main roster that I fell in love with and thought was just the best thing was when Kevin Owens came up as the oh, NXT yeah. champ and just faced that off match. against John Cena. And he just... He, like, he destroyed he him. him in the first... Like, that was the best way to introduce somebody... Don't don't have them, as a threat. Oh no, I've just lost yeah. the title. Oh now I'm on Raw, or oh here's the title back. I'm gonna go and play with them and then lose in everything you do. This guy 
was still the champ, came up and destroyed everybody on the show. That's what it should have been. Yeah, it doesn't I mean, even need to be complicated. It can be someone comes up, you put them up against a, a, a someone with notabil- like notoriety, someone good, and you say, who do you think you are? You're coming in here asking for a title shot. you got to go through me first. It's very generic, but it still creates a reason why they're fighting. And if they win, it looks sick. Like, if you think about SmackDown just now. It's not hard. If you, who's NXT champ at the minute is Finn Balor, which kind of... That's a little bit different because he's kind of bounced up and down a little bit, but... He's been world you, champion, like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he should if never be beat unless it's someone who's ready to be world champion as well. Yeah. But if you've got somebody that's NXT champ that's developmental and you want to bring them up, right? Why not just go, cool, we're going to put you on SmackDown in a bit of a feud against Daniel Bryan. He's not the champ and he's not probably going to be the champ. But if you tell me he's in a feud with Daniel freaking Bryan, I'm like, oh, that's big. So that's, you know, don't just have a world champion again. We have world champions that are not in the title picture. They can be doing this. The same with the women's division as well. But unfortunately, there isn't a clear hierarchy. There's too much. It's all craziness going on. Jumbled mess. Just throw in Peyton Royce, put her in a tag team with Lacey Evans. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Well, before before we move to that, uh, and I know yeah. we've been talking about Takeover for a while. I do want to get to the main event. Oh yes, NXT I did Takeover. See this. It was Finn Balor. It was Pete Dunne uh, for the NXT Championship. This uh, I'll just say it right now. Have a nice milk match of the week. Oh, I thought this was yes. top notch between uh i really love finn pete is one of my favorites on nxt uh, i don't know why he's just a mean mean looking he's guy different he's, he's different, different. Uh, you know i kind of like the 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 leotard the unitard on him kind of i didn't like it at first it's, it's grown but on me same. Yeah. he uh he needs to lay off a bit on the spray tan but and um, he needs double down more spray tan. Yeah, pull the knee pads yes, up he wears them on his shins yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No knee pads. Oh, Pull you must hate a little him. bit. But, Jordan hates him. Uh, Jason, you were just talking about how it was sort of, and Brad, you were saying it too. It was just sort of all the way here. The MSK Grizzled Young Veterans match up all the way, like full out, ten on ten. Uh, always, it was always at that level. I thought this match was a great, um, a great sort of ramp up. There were ebbs and flows throughout. It, it was, was great slow, use man. Like of, it was a long build. It was but, those holds it, after holds, which is good. It yeah, it never to. felt boring. It never felt boring. It, it was just, it was just a, a a grind match. There was in ring psychology the whole way with the fingers. Like, oh, <laughs> I just really enjoyed. That, it. You know, congratulations, Jason, for watching a pay per view and stopping before the main event. You know, that's no, I saw the main event. Oh, you actually you got went yeah. back and watched it? Yeah, I went back. I turned it on for the main event. I saw it. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Just the co-main event. What's oh. that? Well, the women's uh, Dusty Rhodes Classic. That was the first match, not the co-main That's the event. First match, yeah. The women's the Kurt, uh, Dusty Road? Yeah, yeah, that was the yeah, first was match. The first match. What was the one that happened before Balor's match? Did you it was watch the Triple Threat? <laughs> the Triple Threat. You steam it. Oh yeah, yeah. We're going in order. Yeah. Um, well, Jason, <laughs> you yourself. Then, what did? Because you, like I said, you said it wasn't your type of match. The MSK uh, Young Veterans. What did you think about this match? That was completely different. 
I mean, yeah, it, it it had big spots as well, but they weren't like non-stop in your face. They did have lulls, ups and downs. Obviously, you have Finn Balor's one of the best to ever do it. I don't know a lot about Pete Dunne. The last time I saw him regularly, he was the United Kingdom champion, I think. Yep. And yeah, he was yeah, just yeah. like I, like on a different show, and I didn't think he would ever be in the match against like in this kind of match against Finn Balor. So I guess he's come a long way. Um, and he's very interesting to watch. He's different. He's, he's working the fingers, you know. He's very maniacal, targeting uh, things, which is nice for sure to see. Uh, Finn Balor's always class in the ring. Uh, I didn't love the match maybe as much as you, just because I feel like at the end of it, there wasn't enough selling for my liking. Like, Finn was taking some massive, massive blows, and his fingers were being ripped apart, and then it would just he would just, like, snap out of it and go into the next thing i don't know maybe i'm being a bit harsh i'm not because no, i know that's no, fair that's fair i don't know i i just love selling i just love selling like actual selling like not just quick selling like and maybe i feel like moves that i look at as super and crazy like super crazy impactful moves maybe don't hit the same as much as they used to like people can kick out from them it's not as big of a deal i don't know i prefer that like a big move like that could end a match or something i guess mm. didn't he like how did it end again did he hit the the uh coup de gras and that didn't even finish it did it no the he, coup de gras and then a 1916 yeah 1916 okay, okay. But he did, it's I not mean, like he pinned him after the coup de gras didn't work he did both he, just exactly to, he did i like yeah i do like that ending he he like basically he's saying well we've literally done everything to each other didn't work so let me do two in a row i'm like okay well yeah. so you somehow topped all that topping so it was a good ending i think that's yeah. an overarching problem that we've talked about with wwe Probably, in yeah. general rather than just this match is yeah we do wish it was back to a point when you know uh any kind of their signature moves could win a match but again this is supposed to be a major major match after everything pete dunn has gone through to get this title shot you know and yeah i'm lack i'm lacking all that that right. backstory which is very very important obviously right so i mean performance wise they they tore down the house right so i'm just speaking about preference i don't think they did a bad job they did an amazing job so yeah. it's probably yeah, no, i might be adding, in the I was minority just to your story that's all yeah. just adding to the information that's all yeah so the one thing i want to talk about in in that segment the match was banging i loved it i thought it was great hate pete dunn Again, <laughs> he's English, so I, I kind of have to hate him. Um, but yeah, great match. I absolutely hated what happened after the match. Yes. Oh okay. yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about that real quick. So, like, I, I, just after this, we're going to get onto our one good, one bad. Of course, we are. It's the Four Jobbers podcast. That's what we do. <laughs> and I'm going to say it right now. My one bad of the week is teasing that you're going to split up the Undisputed Era. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. I I hate it. I, I, I know that they don't want to bring them up, or I understand if they don't want to bring them up without a crowd there for the pop. But you can't break them up before they've been on the main roster because then when they do come up you don't have the undisputed era and and in that way maybe they come up it, broken up and reunite on that, the main roster yeah and, and and you know what it's possible i wouldn't be surprised it's it's possible they could do something like that i mean 
that's but I just the minute the the three of them came out, I thought, oh, okay, there's a bit of respect going on here. Cool. And I actually thought, don't tell me Finn Balor's going to be part of the Undisputed Era because that would be sick. Another like Bullet Club esque type thing in in NXT. I'm absolutely down for that. That would be class. And then Adam Cole hits a super kick, and I'm like, really? You, <laughs> what's going on here? You're going to break up the Undisputed Era? Wow, that's that's bold. Yeah, um, I was. And I know uh, Bobby Fish is still injured, so that's why they're three instead of four. And I think bringing them up separate has limited um, potential. Adam Cole, Adam Cole is Adam Cole. Everybody knows who Adam Cole, baby, is. But you bring up Roderick Strong, you bring up Kyle O'Reilly. Even though Kyle's had a really solid resurgence lately, they just don't have the name value yet on their own because they've been part of the undisputed era for so long adam cole people know who adam cole is already um the other three members of the undisputed era don't have that luxury as much and so i agree with jordan i i don't want the undisputed era to split up they should not split up until maybe ever but at least long after they are up in the, in the big leagues and they have that pop of the and i, th- I think the the big issue for me with it is if and maybe again this is all covid pish that's getting in the way right excuse me it's i feel like what they're going to do now is break them up just to have a feud amongst them so that they've got something to do and then they'll bring them back together either just before or on the main roster as Jason says like but does that have the same impact like I'm trying to think of a time where they've done that before and I can't think of anything off the top of my head but imagine you know breaking up a tag team or a faction and then leaving them broken up and then they debut on the main roster as the faction again that kind of defeats the whole purpose or kind of I don't know, it breaks kayfabe a little bit because I'm kind of like, well, hmm. the story is that they're not pals. What, what's going to, you know, you're just, I'm just assuming that they're pals again. Like, how does that work? I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I I struggled when I saw that. I actually got a little bit upset, I won't lie, because I don't want them to not be the Undisputed Era. I want them to be the Undisputed Era. Um and come up to the main roster, but again, it just looks like they're going in a slightly different direction with it right now, anyway. We'll see. Hopefully it's just sort of a bit of quarrel within the group. But overall, again, this is a this is a really solid takeover. Takeovers usually are. I, I haven't seen a... I, I've seen less exciting ones, but I haven't seen a bad one no. yet. So this one delivered uh, once again. I think it is telling, though, how... We didn't even really talk about it in the group. I haven't seen much mention about it online. It just goes to show how it clearly wasn't the time because people are just disappointed. They're not even interested. It's just like, ugh, really? Like, that's the way you're going to do it after all this time, the Undisputed Era. And, like, I don't know. And, and like like yeah. you say, it could be a little riff, but it's a he's switching music to him in the face, like... Un- unless people are just so out of the group, no? <laughs> they're just, I don't know. They're yeah. so shocked they're not 
you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen yet. I think it's just like here. We weren't like, holy shit, can you believe they broke up? Like, Kyle O'Reilly's going to be fighting against, like, Adam Cole now. Like, this is going to be a sick storyline. We're just like, ugh. Oh, really? Because it was after yeah. that big match. Like, why didn't it have its own thing where it was some cool moment for them to turn? Right now, it just looks so stupid. But maybe we'll get some backstory. But it really doesn't seem like it because we had no indication that this was going to happen there's nothing like there's nothing I don't know. I I'm hope they salvage to, it somehow. But I'm willing to give it a couple weeks just to see what happens. Exactly. There's no guarantee we've, they we've will break up. Exactly. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. But yes, overall a fantastic takeover as Wax says. Um I think we should move on. Yes. To the Is there rest. any closing anything else you guys want to say about uh, that uh, at all? I'm I'm done, but it's up to you. Good to go. No. no. Nothing right, I need to add. Let's move on then to our next segment of the show, which of course is without a theme song. Sorry. <laughs> one good, one bad. I'm going to kick off this week because I've already given you my bad, if I'm being honest, <laughs> and it was exactly that. But I'm now going to give you um, my good. So obviously my bad was the, the teasing of Undisputed Era breaking up. My good for the week, and I'm going to get this in early because I feel like definitely Jason won't agree. I actually really enjoyed SmackDown and using tag team matches as entrance for the Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the matches as well. But actually, the the kind of dynamic of putting two people like um, uh, I've forgotten their names now, um, King Corbin and Sami Zayn together, I was kind of like, oh, I've never, I've never really seen them do too much together and before. Dominic Mysterio and Rey Mysterio. Yeah, I mean, I I knew they weren't going to go into the chamber that would sick. just be ridiculous would be sick if they did and they'd have exactly. to fight each other they had to fight each other it would be interesting but, I, but yeah I, I would I kind of was more interested in seeing what was going to happen between Corbin and Zayn I was like oh wow how's that going to pan out and then obviously we've had a feud or, or kind of a bit of a quarrel as it were between um, Daniel Bryan and Cesaro and then they're also tagging to try and gain entry into uh, the Elimination Chamber. I loved both the matches. I thought both matches were pretty well done. But actually, just the idea of tag teams as entrance into the singles match, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was quite cool, uh, a little bit different. And uh, like I say, I got to see some partnerships that I n- not maybe wouldn't have seen before. So yeah, that's that's. My I do wish week. though it was not established tag teams like Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. And I get that they're probably two, they're two of the best wrestlers they have. They're both very safe. There's a chance they could win, but I really felt like I wanted to see, maybe I'm just a gluttonous bastard. I wanted to see another two superstars that aren't usually paired together. They actually have a chance to be in it, go yeah, against so, each other, so that I wouldn't know who's going to win, and that would have helped keep me watching. Like if you had seen, <laughs> for example, Daniel Bryan and Cesaro versus Shinsuke and Apollo Crews, Boom. That would have been okay, perfect. Yeah, like enough, I have no, weird. I have no idea which way awesome. this is going to go. Like, yes, you know, is it going to be Shinsuke in the chamber? Yeah, they kind of half-assed it. 
right? Did yeah. They, and, I, and maybe it's the safe choice because they know they're not going to hurt them. And or I don't and know. And that might be it. I'm just but guessing I, here, I, right? But <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I thought it was really good. Um, I know that Jason maybe didn't enjoy it as much. I, uh, it's an interesting idea. Like you said, the way you guys put it is a lot better. Like putting strange bedfellows together to team up. <laughs> Uh, would be great, but then they include some actual tag teams, which is just stupid. If you're in a tag team, you should only wrestle tag team matches. Tag I mean, teams, no, yeah. I mean, I don't but know. I guess if you're the, in like an established tag team, the problem with that is they they weren't established tag teams, really, are they? Although the you know one of the teams was the tag champs. No, I'm saying that's why the tag champs shouldn't you know? be in it. It should be just like singles guys put together, like you guys said, because that's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, but but get, yeah. The point I'm making, though, is that the tag champs aren't a tag team. They are two singles wrestlers who well, happen well, to be the champs. The tag now champs. they are a tag team, and they got a new theme. Shout out their and new I get what theme. You mean. Like it's okay. It just could have been. Again, you're right. The match wasn't bad. Of course, all good workers, good match. It's not horrible because I did think, okay, well, maybe there's a chance they're that crazy and they're gonna put those two in it, which is because I know, Rude and Ziggler, if both of them are in it as singles competitors, have a chance to win. So it's not. The worst, but it definitely. Yeah. Could, I just again, I'm just maybe I'm just being a you know I want a little like, bit more. Did you like their new theme? I actually really like it, and I love them as a team. That kind of like great. I'm here to show the world. I'm here to show the world. <laughs> now that they have a unified song, I'm happy. Yeah. I need when you're in the a tag dirty team. Dogs, I want unification. Dirty dogs. Let's go. Yeah. Dirty dogs is so like I'm let's only go. sad. Go. You have a thing. I'm down. We don't get glorious domination. Anymore. Yeah. But that's all he had was yeah. glorious, and got but the beautiful out. thing about that is, eventually when they split, get it back? we're gonna yeah. get that, and it's gonna <laughs> pop like. Fuck. No way, Keith Lee's gonna come out to glorious. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it work so much better the glorious Keith Lee? I don't know. I think it would mm. be so much better. But uh, why, why, did, why couldn't they um like announce that we're gonna do the, this tag team thing the week before, a couple days before, or something? Like, did they think of it on the issue. spot for real? Is that shoot or is that kayfabe? Like, they're in the halls. And 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 Adam Pierce finds out. Oh, I just I just put this together. It's like, yeah. oh, good, thank thank God you did. Oh, thanks. It's like, well, what, exactly, what kind it's, of? It's literally what <laughs> happens. You see, Adam Pierce, Shane McMahon tasked him with a task this week, and he had to do it. It's not coming from the top. That's literally how it works, Jason. No, the Shane McMahon <laughs> thing was making it a championship <laughs> match, wasn't it? It wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't on SmackDown, was he? No, it's the. He said, find former champions. Everyone in the match has to be former champions. That's blah, blah, that's. Blah. But that's for Raw. WWE title champions, not universal champions, as we saw in that little promo with Braun Strowman. Did you guys see that? It looks like now they're yeah. going to tease Braun Strowman versus Shane. <laughs> versus Shane. Yeah, oh, Shane God. in another WrestleMania Hell in a Cell or something like that. Yeah. Okay. What's he going to jump off of this time? Yeah. Maybe it's two cells on top of each other and he's going to jump off the second one. We're going to fight in a plane. He's going to jump off the Thunderdome. (laughs) Yeah. Rey Mysterio jumped off the Vince Tower. The building. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) But anyway, there is my one good, uh, which I thought was a a new way of introducing members into an elimination chamber. And my bad, again, was teasing the breakup of uh, Undisputed Era. Um... The floor is yours, uh, Bradley. Let's for go. Your one All good, right. one bad. One good, one pish. Here it comes. We're going to give it to you fast. We're going to give it to you hot. We're going to give it to you quick, spicy, ginger heat experience because spicy. we still have our predictions to go, and I don't want to keep you guys here all day, so let's get into it. The good of the week, 
for Ginger Heat is going to be Drew McIntyre. Now, let me tell you why. There's a lot of good going on. But just this week, Drew did what he was supposed to do. He was quiet the whole time during the Miz segment until he blew up at the end, and then he snaps and he gave him that huge headbutt to his face, and it looked like he really connected because Drew has a great yeah, headbutt. He, yeah. he has been an exemplary champion. You know, all of these people come into Elimination Chamber, and you still believe that Drew McIntyre has a great chance to win because he's been, let's face it, he's been built, but he's also done a great job building himself and his character into this point where... In my opinion, he's, we'll see in predictions, he's the front runner. He's the odds-on favorite still to win this match, despite all these former champions, Kofi being introduced to the match, tons of stuff going on. But Drew McIntyre is still doing his thing, leading by example. Him and Sheamus, real physical at the end there. You know, I don't know which direction they're going to go in that match. We'll talk about it later. I don't know if they're going to break off Sheamus and Drew into their own thing or whatever, but I like what he's doing, so Drew is my good. Excellent. Call. I like that too, to be honest. Like, yeah. I haven't been big on Drew. Not that he's not good. He is good, but he just mm-hmm. doesn't stand out to me. But this week he did. Like you said, he was really mm-hmm. calm. And then he's like, I warned you. And then he, he just hulked up. And I thought it was great. And it was it was very intimidating. And um, I love that side of him. And I hope he keeps bringing it out. Yeah, definitely a good point. And um, so my bad, I'm sore if I steal this from anyone. It's got to be Seth freaking... Rollins, the whole yeah. experience that happened with Seth Rollins. There's a hidden good in there, though. His What's old the... theme is back. Yes, true. And I only watched this because Jason talked about it, and so I went back and I had to watch this because I didn't see it. And did did you guys see this uh, at all? Yeah. I watched it. I, did. Yeah. I must be the only person who who liked his his Messiah theme. I really enjoyed it, but I understand people <laughs> like uh, burn it down. More, it's only uh, because when he yeah. was the Messiah, as the Messiah, it was great, but I don't feel like he's that anymore, so I want to burn it down back personally. If he was okay. still doing the Monday Night Messiah gimmick, that music was perfect. Fair. But yes, I did see the 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 the, 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 the segment you are referring to. Um, oh. Yeah, it was... Like I don't know. Bungus. <laughs> Norman? Yeah, no, me. Red Rocket or is Bungus? <laughs> one of the two. Or both. He's staring at me while he does it. That's 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 what having a cat does. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is. But anyway, that's my bad. Mostly because of bringing out, parading out all the wrestlers. And the Mysterios so were there watching nice and quietly as the guy that, that took his eyeball yeah. is just standing in the, the ring. Yeah. Baron Corbin it's, and like they just walk out like, like and <laughs> Murphy and all these guys. Murphy was there. We haven't seen like. Why yeah, bring him out? I, we haven't seen him. It's be. weird. Why would anyone? Oh, oh Seth Rollins Why has did to they say something. Out? I better, I yes. better go see what's going on. No Why? One cares. Why would they care? No. I, I no. do like that it's setting up a feud with Cesaro, seemingly. Yeah. Even if it was an, yes. a weird way to get there. Okay, that's fine. That could be a great. Yeah, feud. I'm down for that. But I just I'm, have to I'm give this whole thing back. a down. Just yeah, I'm glad I'm he's glad back. he's back. Period. Yeah. I didn't. I don't like. All right. Well, sorry. I don't like. I don't know. I really hope it's not Messiah esque again. If he's just a guy who thinks he knows what he's talking about, and he's yeah. like, you need to follow me because trust me, I know what I'm talking about. I'm fine with that. The only problem I had with the segment was for the last what month and a half, two months, if not. Well, in fact, it definitely is longer than that. You've literally told me on that show that the head of the table is Roman Reigns. And then yes. he's come out and said, by the way, follow me, I know what's good for the show. 
why wouldn't Roman Reigns come out and just Superman punch him in the throat? Like, no, no, he wouldn't. Where was Roman? The one person too... who didn't come out is the one that should have hap- been shutting him down. No, I was happy he wasn't there. He's too big for that. If anything, he would just show up in a Titan I, Tron. I or something. agree, but it was just the way he was talking about how he's the one that's going to lead the show. I'm like, probably wasn't even watching. That's why. Yeah, maybe, yeah, good point. Yeah, could be something that's on his radar, though. It could be something yeah. that brews. That's, I mean, have we seen? Yeah, we've, I mean, we've seen Seth versus Roman before, but oh, yes, yeah, it's always history. good to watch, you know. <laughs> but yeah, that's my good. That's my bad. Let's hand it over to the fantastical one. All right. All correct. Right. Do you like when they say correct? Do you like oh. that? Correct. It. It's grown on me a bit. Definitely. Um, my good live. It'd be so fun to do if they're there and it you're starts there, off you annoying, go, oh. <laughs> yeah, and they get stuck in your head. But um, yeah, very simple. My good. I know they start every week with Roman Reigns, and it might get tiring for some. But the way that he finessed his way out of the elimination chamber was fantastic. Yeah. It's something that he would do, and it and it makes sense. Like, why would he want to? Yeah. be in there uh, he's just gonna pick apart the guy that wins i think it was genius i can't wait to see what happens um the dynamic of jay uso being in there too all of that is my good i'm really looking forward to that the miz is hanging around he called everybody out he says be on watch the miz has For the sure. money in the bank yeah but mostly like he can't just lose that... he can cash in and get it back <laughs> <laughs> that finesse so good, move yeah. just... <laughs> was so good. It was so perfect for Roman, and it just makes him look smarter and better. So good. Good job there. My bad. I mean, there's a lot to choose from. Uh, I don't even know. Like, oh, my bad's when um, my other good was going to be when Adam Pierce dropped the mic. But, you know, you know <laughs> <laughs> maybe he dropped the mic when he's not in the What a shame, poor guy. <laughs> Uh yeah, but my I, like I, am I being Jason's botch of the week? Am yeah. I being ridiculous by thinking I really want to see him in a match? Because I've never seen him in a match. Well, they teased it, so yeah. yeah like let's see, uh, let's see it. Come on, why not? What's his finisher? I want to see him do it on Roman. Way why not? not? Let's go. Uh yeah, so <laughs> yes, I guess my my bad is um something that I w- I hope stops really soon. It's, uh, you know, Bailey fought Liv Morgan for no reason. They're just fighting. Okay, cool. Um, and Billy, <laughs> Billy Kay, again, just comes out randomly near the end of the match and says, look at my resume, look at my resume. It's like, why? Like, why did you just come out now? You do this every week. They haven't beat you up yet. Like, what's going on? <laughs> they Every week, these people, they, they look stupider and stupider because they don't do anything about it, and they just keep getting ruined every week. So, yeah, it's just... Yeah. Billy Kay's doing a good job, like, you know, she's entertaining, but this is so stupid at this point, and you make your wrestlers look stupid when they put up with this shit, and they just lose every week. Like, Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, where's their stock? It's it's completely gone, in my opinion. But she only it's, lost it's, because of the distraction, right? So are they teasing But that happens every Liv week, Morgan so it makes you look... Feud again with Ruby Riot, like... <laughs> it makes you look like an idiot, though. That's Isn't that important, like, how your character is perceived? I, I... I wonder if they're just using them to tease a Bailey, Bailey Billy thing. A Bailey Billy thing. A, ba- a Bailey Billy. Yeah, I'm down. Like, that could be good too. Bailey yeah, and yes. Billy in a just tag ma- team. make her move on somehow. Yeah, fine. Anything Billy K right now is. If I'm know, honest, I'm the, 
Yeah, they should have just left the Iconics or whatever they were called. Like, yeah, I think they're kicking themselves now because Iconics was better than they realized. And Iconics they could be was class, debatable. Like, they they were kind of <laughs> yeah, not well. I mean, how much did you, did you watch? Jason, much of them were like better. In NXT and, I think Iconics Billy Kay's in a. They've got now. Billy yeah, Kay is better now. Division easily. No, no, Billy Kay is better now, but Peyton Royce, yeah, obviously she's just like wandering and not being yeah. used at all, really. And now, Peyton Royce, sorry to step on anybody's good or bad, but now Peyton Royce is in a tag team with somebody who can't even tag with her anymore. No, so, that was just a one-week thing, probably like a toss. Well, toss. I mean, the last few weeks Peyton Royce has been the tag team partner of Lacey Evans, and now we oh, know really? that Lacey <laughs> Evans isn't going to be on the show. Why is everyone in tag anyway? teams, but no one defends the that's, titles? <laughs> that's the whole thing. The tag team titles have been on singles competitors. It makes no sense. The women's division is a complete fucking mess, and it needs to be sorted out because it's not fair. We don't know no, what's going not... on. And it has to not be sorted fair. after Elimination Chamber. A lot of things look like they're going to line up, and this has to be the show that kind of shuffles the deck and puts the cards into place a little bit better, no? You oh, like when Shayna Baszler killed it at uh, Elimination Chamber, and now she's the tag champ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember, she destroyed everybody, and we're like, "Oh yeah. wow!" And then it's like, "Yeah." Oh. Well, her and Nia should have should be a legitimate tag team fighting legitimate competitors, mm, but I mean, there's no legitimate tag teams for them to fight. In in nope. theory, what we're supposed to see now is Shayna and Nia versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Yes. So if if that's the feud that we're gonna get bubbling over up until Mania, do it fresh. Let's let's go. Let's do it. You know, bring, give me that. That's fine. But what are you gonna do with everyone else? Because there's no other story. Yeah. And it almost makes me wish there was like an IC women's IC instead of women's tag. I've said you know, this like... a thousand times. They need to have something like that. Because you can't just. Ha- I mean, I feel like I would don't keep it cross brand though. I would keep it. They can't even give. They can't even give. They can't even give storylines to their champion. Like, yeah. <laughs> so how can it's they get true. an intercontinental champion? <laughs> they can't. They, yeah. they, they stick they this, treat, all they the titles the on two people. <laughs> they treat the women's tag champ like an IC That's, belt. That's the yeah. thing. But. It, because it's on two people, they're going, well, we don't have any women's tag matches. And I, I reckon they've actually understood and thought, actually, you're right, we don't have women's tag teams. Hence why we're now going to do the women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Classic. Because that establishes some women's tag teams, right? Yeah. Surely. Surely you had one a week ago and you broke it up. You had the Riot Squad that was starting to rep, then they broke it up. Like, it just, it's so discombobulated, you know? Like, we've... They, Ooh, it's like they were work. building in that direction, then they break it, and then it's just like it's such a topsy turvy yeah. mess. Anyway, I really want to hear. That was that was the bad, obviously. So, did you have another bad, or do you want to hand it off to the Mamba? Uh, I think the bad every week should be the treatment of Oscar. That's all I'll say. Yeah, um, true. yeah. So, yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's I mean, move on. Good, like the Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha, Oscar, like you know. That was the top of the division, and Becky was there as well. And you know, it's just ever, ever since she left, it's been everything's a mess. been crap since she left. That's <laughs> and no fault to the the girls that are there, and no fault to Becky. It's just it's just been booked. No, it's so not the it's not the talent. Weird. It's the booking. Like I don't get it. Very bizarre. Yeah. Anyway, 
Mr. Waxy Sneak. <laughs> yeah. Um, you going aboard or something? What's going on over there? I don't know. Row, row, I don't know. But, um, yeah. So one good one. Pish. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, my one good has to has to come from uh, NXT. It does. Uh, I know we went over it in in uh, torrid detail, but I, I once again have to go back to the way. I, I love the way. Um, they're really just a, a smarmy, ratty heel faction, and that's one of my favorite types of heels. Is that the the almost like silly. Like he was talking to him. You said the K word, Kushida. You can't say that. Yeah. Like yeah, just yeah. Johnny going off, and obviously it helps that they're an actual real life married couple, uh, Johnny and Candice. I just really like their antics. We didn't see it as much in uh, in Takeover, but I do like that Johnny Gargano was able to retain the North American Championship. I like that Dexter Loomis is sort of orbiting them as well and it just it, it raises the potential for so much uh around them that yeah. uh, you know the undisputed era was that faction that carried nxt for a very long time now you have this intergender heel faction <laughs> there's so many things you can do with them uh, and so i'm really excited to see uh where that goes they're going right to retribution right to rich yeah. yeah all four of them <laughs> All of um, them will wear masks. To the moon! <laughs> you can kiss my grits! <laughs> I will say a quick thing about Cameron Grimes. Um, <laughs> at first I saw, okay, they're actually taking the GameStop thing and they're building this into a story, <laughs> into an actual it's character. So funny. I it's that. it's silly, great. but with him it kind of it works out because he is a ridiculous human being. He he's just wears a top hat and big chest hair all over the place and yells and screams and he, he's like a cross between Matt Hardy and Daniel Bryan like yeah he, he he reminds me of that type of a kind of person I his his segment on NXT last week was a, too long if I'm being honest, like he he just sat laughing in a pile of money for about ten minutes, and I was like, "What's going on yeah. here?" But but it, it's good, like it's a little bit different, and it's playing on like pop culture as well. So yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, and uh, you know they needed to change it up a little bit for him, so that works. Anyway, just wanted to 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 give a little aside there. My one bad is the Alexa Bliss, Randy huh. Orton whatever you want to call it Ooh, i didn't hate the one earlier in the night or the one later at the end? i didn't hate the promo with the sort of pentagram on the ground and the fire that was a little too much nice. for me still as you know i like my wrestling to be real not the scripted <laughs> fake crap you know um i did not like how it played out in the gauntlet match i did not no. like that at all no, you're gonna count out Randy Orton, like this whole demon is taking over the the, the Thunderdome, and the referee's still like, "All right, one, two. You were saying yeah. he couldn't hear and, it. 
And I mean, we Three. don't get to see Randy Orton and Drew fight enough, so they ruined yeah, a perfect opportunity. It's just, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't exactly. I didn't like that. That's why and I didn't want them to fight each other. It's perfect. Yeah, I me neither. Hope, <laughs> I hope this fuckery doesn't come up at the elimination chamber. I really don't like. I understand I, that they have a greater, of course, it will storyline to push. I just, I hope it doesn't manifest, or at least not in that way. I don't uh, think better it will. set yourself up for uh, for a I different know. outcome there, but I always do. <laughs> no, I, d- I don't think it's going to happen during the Elimination Chamber. After, maybe. But I think, I mean, can we, we can all agree here that this is leading to that fiery zombie that is Bray Wyatt coming back at Mania, right? That's, that's, that's before yes. Mania, so they can fight at Mania, no? Oh, you th- oh okay, interesting. Okay, fine. Do you think... Uh, I feel like think- they're teasing it, it's going to happen on the show. I hope he gets I don't a know Kane, like a Kane rebirth, like right comes from hell, mm. and he was set on fire. You got me, arsehole! I'm here to yeah, get you. I'm excited. Uh, if he just comes back with his normal mask and everything's the same, though, it'll be disappointing. Yeah, that wouldn't. That I wouldn't disappoint, like. That disappoint, disappoint, disappoint. Melt his <laughs> <laughs> melt his mask a little bit. Like have his mask all melted and like. Yes, that'd be. I sick. say, give me like, slow chemical theme song. And give me the full Kane experience. I don't care. No, really no, no. Again. Bo Dallas. Fat Kane. Will a- avenge, Kane. avenge him. Oh, that would be amazing if Bo Dallas comes out with the mask on. I Bo will Dallas mark is actually the I one would, they set. He's the one they would, set on fire. It's like, oh, <laughs> I'm not doing anything with you. We don't want to set. Yeah, imagine he comes out on Raw and just like, yeah, by the way, sorry, Randy. You killed the wrong brother. Like, you, ki- you killed Bo a special episode Boom. of Monday Night Raw. Talks like that. <laughs> just like Vince McMahon comes out and it'll be a little dark. You kill Bo. You kill Bo. Jason, you're the biggest Alexa Mark here. How do you feel about uh, what she's going through right now? Uh, I haven't been an Alexa Mark in quite some time, to be honest with you. I do not like what... Like, I'm not, I, like I said before, she's doing great in the role. I just don't like the role. It's not for me. I was a big fan of hers before. She was just a cocky, like, uh, attitude in your face, and she would win. And I just I thought she was great on the mic. And now she's this, which she's doing a great job, but it's just not for me. So I watch just to keep up to date, but it doesn't do anything for me, you know? It's not it's not my vibe. But it, So it doesn't do it for you, just... Um, I just... I don't, I'm not as big into, the, like... Yeah. Or does it turn you on? <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't mean that way. That's a different conversation. <laughs> I'm saying wrestling-wise, I don't love the um yeah, you wish she should be supernatural an stuff line, right? as much. Yeah. Or even if she was doing supernatural, couldn't they just put her into an actual storyline though where she's involved in the fight? I feel like she's not uh, not uh maybe not cleared to wrestle a full schedule or something. Is that possible with her concussions and stuff? I don't I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I have maybe. no clue, but maybe they're just using her in this role not as much in the ring i don't know i i just i don't really care about it honestly and i love her and randy orton and i just don't care about it so uh there's a couple <sighs> things i want to mention before we get on to our predictions I, and you guys feel free to mention anything as well uh, i just wanted to talk about the new 24 7 champion how do you guys feel about that uh, bad bunny get yeah. rid of him <laughs> no i like him i like him no He's he's a true fan of wrestling. You can tell, it's, and uh, I, I think it's, it's cool. all it's three cool of guy. you are in here. You know, so you have that opinion. Jordan has that opinion, and then Waxman. How do you feel about Damian Priest's involvement in this? 
Um, I wish Damian Priest would be on his own because I think he's he's good <laughs> enough to be on his own. He's got the size, he's got the skill. Like he he's a legitimate guy. Not yet, of course, but he is someone who you could see in the main event picture eventually. He he is uh, he has that. He looks kind of boring though. I think Bad Bunny gives him that um, swag. He needs he needs to flesh out his character. Even on NXT, he never was the most like outspoken uh, character. Bad Bunny, uh, he's hosting SNL this weekend. Yeah, I publicity or marketing. It's marketing, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. Huh, that's yeah. funny. That's what they he's said. Got, he's got T-shirts now already in the on WWE.com. He's got merch. Yeah. He's got yeah, merch. Bad Bunny merch. When he jumps off the the top funny. rope, it hasn't been bad. I'm just so jealous that he gets to do all this because it's. You know, it's yeah, it's a sure dream. Like, it was us. It'd be a dream. Well, yeah. if, the, if this podcast gets uh, big enough, I'm even sure that title, we'll be, we'll be backstage yeah, talking to Mandy, Mandy Sachs, and uh, Kalisto <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> we I can job out like Kalisto. Yes. Hey, yo, just whatever storyline you want to put me in, I'm in. You know, Ginger Heat, Velveteen Dream, whatever. I'm in. Oh. I will take a genuine <laughs> punch from Braun Strowman. Just genuine, yeah, <laughs> genuine. <laughs> no hope, no hope, bar. Shoot. Just, I will punch. take a genuine punch from Braun Strowman. Just it will only be one. I will go to. Like, uh, I'll go to an like eye a versus an eye match. Bart Gunn get hit by Barbie. Poked yeah. out. <laughs> I also wanted to mention, of course, Lacey Evans is. Congratulations! Like she is officially pregnant. So yep. what does that mean going forward, and what does that mean for the Elimination Chamber? It, it means she's out of the match. I just checked Wikipedia. It's Asuka versus TBD at this point. And I was going to say... Was that I thought it was going to be a handicap match, Asuka versus Lacey and her unborn and, child. And her unborn child. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it, this was very close to being my one bad, because it was going to be... All right, you're pregnant, but then you're about to go into a championship match where you could very easily... Uh, suffer, especially if you were actually pregnant. But even if she was just kayfabe pregnant, she's gonna say she's pregnant, and she goes into a into a match where Asuka's big move is shoving her butt into your midsection and <laughs> yeah, yeah. like taking bumps. So I now that she's actually pregnant, she's out of the match. I gave it some leeway. I don't like that it's still Ric Flair because that's just not an image I want to think about. Woo! <laughs> anyway, what's is that really what they're what they're gonna? No, do? they made it seem that way. They I don't know if they're gonna run with it or. It. Yeah. yeah, he was like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, but think he's going to go. I'm gonna be a daddy. Well, he daddy. said, "Call me daddy" or something. I don't woo, know. Woo, woo, yeah, that's that's enough. <laughs> it is enough to insinuate it, but I don't know if they're His gonna run with it. Face was so red when that happened. Yeah. I think it's his blood pressure. What's gonna happen next? Like. You just go, ah, nah, sorry, Rick, it's not yours. And then Kurt Angle's music plays, yeah, and then he walks with Jason Jordan, and he's like, I'm having sex with everybody! Do you remember when... Bobby Lashley's, it's, you know, just... Don Marie. Don Marie had the relationship with Tori Wilson's dad. Love Morgan or something. Do you remember that? When Don Marie had the relationship with Tori Wilson's dad? And he died while they were having sex or something. And they got <laughs> yeah, married yeah. in their underwear. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it just reminds me of that. Any storyline like that, just it, 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 it's always a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, we yeah. have a much older man. We have two older men and younger women storylines. Although Murphy and uh, girl Mysterio have faded out. Girl probably Mysterio. the best. 
Thank you. I always forget her name. Yeah, she's not got a cool name like Dominic. Dominic. <laughs> Dominic. <laughs> All right, so is there anything else you guys want to say uh, just to throw on top of that pile of shite that we just moved through? Um, no. If I go through my notes, they, I think everything's been touched on. Uh, oh, it. one thing that annoys me, and I'm not going to dwell on it, but why, why would Sasha dance with the street prophets when we all know that Bianca is part is partners with Montez? Oh, but she was dancing with Bianca and laughing with her too. They're friends. Yeah, that annoyed me. Uh, that whole segment I sucked. Like I didn't you. want to bring yeah, it up, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that whole pile of pish. But anyway, I don't want to talk about it, but yes, Sasha <laughs> and her laugh. Get out. <laughs> oh, so bad. Anyway, Sounds let's move like into our elimination Shambear predictions. Now, we do not have the whole card because SmackDown has not aired yet. So if you guys want, we can go ahead and Toss up our predictions on social media for the other matches that are to be announced. Um, if there's great call, anything you guys want to say about them, I don't know, but there's no guarantees. So let's just stick with what we know. Let's start it off with the triple threat U.S. title match: Keith Lee, Riddle, and Lashley. Who you guys got in this one, boys? Um, I mean, I love that's, Riddle. That's tough. But he's become Bobby Lashley's Lana. <laughs> Bobby Lashley's got another yeah. Lana. Uh, he's been he's been <laughs> given given uh, given him the uh, the hurt lock every week, just like Lana got thrown yeah. through the table every week. And he's just going further and further down. He's still great, but um, so I don't think he's gonna win. Um, then we got Keith Lee and Bobby. Wait, wait, it's for the Intercontinental. Yes, US. Uh, US. 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 Okay, Keith Lee and Bobby. Uh, that's going to be quite a confrontation. I'm just going to... they got to keep it on Bobby. I think it's going to be Bobby. That's what I put as well. I put Bobby Lashley. I'm going Riddle. Oh, like payback for all the, the thrashings. Yeah. The Riddler like that. is going to win. I, I don't want to pick him, but I am going to pick Bobby as well. Y'all know how I feel about Keith Lee. That has not changed since his NXT days. It just he hasn't gotten enough momentum behind him yet. And I think Riddle and Lashley is going to go until WrestleMania. That's my prediction. Oh, really? Oh, I think so. I mean, the, the deal with Keith Lee, right? I don't know anything about him from NXT. So all I know is main roster stuff. And he hasn't impressed me like, at all, really. Uh, like yeah, a little yeah. bit. But not, not to the same extent as... Exactly. That's a good point. We have all this built up inside of our heads of what he is, and you don't have any of that backstory. It's interesting. No, I just have here people telling me, and I'm like, well, really? Well, yeah. I hope he gets a chance to do it. Yeah. You if know? you're someone who only watches the main shows, Keith Lee is a jobber almost yeah. to you. That, I hate and this, is a, this is a guy that a year ago held the NXT and the North American Championship. He was the yeah. biggest thing on NXT. So he held both championships. And he was now, massive. I know. I didn't see it, but I heard about it all the he's time. A big boy. Like he, yeah. He's a he's yeah. big boy. Big boy. Big boy. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> all right. So that's what we have for that one. What about the Raw Women's Championship? Oscar. Oscar versus, versus herself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's who's going to be the TBD, or here's yeah, who I hope TBD? will be the TBD. 
I'll, I'll try and say it like Jordan. Greya Ripley will be the TBD. That'd, although that'd I think Oscar will still win. <laughs> Rhea Ripley, you mean? That's right. There we go. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. Now that's who I want it to be. I don't know that it'll be her, but it's a great. It seems like a perfect opportunity to bring her in. Yeah, it does. Seems too perfect. That's the problem. Yeah, that's that's the problem. But Jason predicted Charlotte Flair a couple months ago, and he got it. So I'm yeah, predicting true. Rhea. I um, I, I so think regardless, does, does Rhea win or does uh, Oscar does win? Oscar still wins. I think Asuka's going to win regardless of who it is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay, so then maybe it'll be unless Ruby it's God Riot. himself. You know. Well, Vince McMahon's already beat God, so... Uh, no, yeah, Jason's true. looking it up now. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who's on their roster. Is there, like... like on the, go, on the... I think it's going to be Peyton Royce. Oh, God. No. Really? Wow. What a... Because what a, uh, she's already involved in the storyline, so I just think that they're just going to, mm. you know, find a way to... Who could it be, honestly? I'm looking... Still. They want to keep them both on TV. They want to keep them both in this. And I think uh, I think she can win it if it's if it's Peyton. The, the only Flair. other person that I thought of that kind of would not not make sense, but would make sense in terms of the fact that it's a raw roster, is um, what's her name? The beginning? No. Uh, the beginning? Oh, reckoning. <laughs> reckoning. Mia Yim. The yeah, beginning. Like, I hope, if she, I hope she wins. Like if Asuka came out and was like, "Oh, I don't have a challenger," so open challenge, and then she came out. Retribution spot. It would, in the that would review, make too like, much sense as well. It would be, Why didn't you know, they yeah. resolve this on Raw though? Because that makes too much sense, Bradley. Like I just congratulations. Realized they didn't uh, even... Congratulations what? to Mia Yim and Keith Lee, by the way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, yes. It, 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 I don't know why they didn't resolve it on Raw. It, but both Rhea I mean, coming out and Retribution with. Mia coming out would make too much sense, which is why I don't think either of those things are going to happen. I do think Brad's right. I think it'll be Peyton, but I'm still saying it'll be Rhea. Wishful thinking. Okay, I'm going to say it's going to be... What, is, what does Meltzer say, Jason? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm literally just looking at the <laughs> roster. No one, here, no one here makes sense. Uh, Nikki Cross no. doesn't make any sense. Naomi's best friends with uh, Lana for some reason now, so probably not... I'm going to say Mandy Rose because I'm. Why not? Mandy yeah, Rose. Okay, and if it is Mandy, who wins? Definitely not Mandy. Yeah, she's still in a tag team. So. Is yeah. she? Yeah, everyone right. is. So. Yeah, the sexy muscle friend. So is Asuka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next, I'll go with the number one contender elimination chamber. So in this match, we have KO, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan. Baron Corbon, Corbon, Sami Zayn, and Us. The Us. <laughs> I mean, um, what do you want me to do with that match? Like, come on. I'm I'm actually excited for it because I genuinely don't know what's going to happen. But I, I, it's got to be Kevin Owens, right? That's no. Nope. It's the. They're currently one, in a feud. It makes the most sense win. to me personally, but what do you guys think? I say Jay Uso wins, and then he lies down for Roman to end the, the night. That's uh, so funny. All right. I'm going um, 
I don't want to say off the board because this person's in the match, but I, <laughs> I, I just I got a feeling Cesaro is going to win. Oh, it's a great call. The elimination oh. chamber. I don't think he'll beat Roman, but I do think he'll win the elimination chamber. He seems they they seem to be finally peaking with him, and I, I could see him working a program with Roman, even just for a month. Just you know, he he deserves it. He Definitely the chatter online is Cesaro. Everything I'm seeing is, is talking about Cesaro and his oh, okay. push and how this is his moment. I, and so I think you're on the money here, Wax. You could be hand to heart, hand to heart. I was not aware of that. So this is my no. Own, that's fine. Uh, I didn't assume that. Based on how you were speaking, I, I didn't. I didn't get that at all. For all of our listeners, I didn't want them to, to think I'm, you know, read yeah, Meltzer uh, before I. I, Jason. I, I I'm going <laughs> to stick with Kevin Owens. I this feud isn't done, and I don't think. As much as I would like to see Cesaro do well, I think in the lead-up to Mania, I just don't think that's what they're going to do. So I'm sticking with Owens. I think even I if Cesaro doesn't, as well. I, I think even if Cesaro doesn't win, he'll be the last. He'll be in the last two. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I hope so. It'll be like a Kofi. Almost. He'll be in the top six for sure. No doubt about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he will be in the. Match. Need your pick now, Jason. I, I gave it to uh, Jay Uso, Uso, and then he's going to lie down for uh, the head of the table. Never mind. I wrote it in the wrong place. My fault. Yes, it is. Lovely. So, based on that, do you think your picks will go on to beat Roman Reigns or not? No. Jason, you've already said yours. You say yeah. no. You say Jay Uso will lie down. Yeah. I, I don't think this. I love Cesaro. I'd love to see it. Maybe there could be some, some fuckery that happens. He's not going to beat Roman. No. Um, I'm going to say no. That my pick, Kevin Owens, does not beat Roman. And I'm going to... I'm going to throw it out there and say that the reason he doesn't is because of the Miz. Miz and Mrs. I think Miz <laughs> might cash in or do something to make it a triple threat or whatever, and something's going to happen. Real quick, what do you think of the Miz taking himself out of the chamber? I personally I really think, liked that. I, I love it. It makes sense. It. It was I loved so it. Good. You could just wait and then pick apart whoever, yeah. you know. It makes, like, after on the back of what Edge was saying last week, where he was like, Miz, why would you tell me you're doing that? It's like, yeah, I'm the master poker player. How about this for a move? I'm out of the match, and you're like, oh, it's good. It was brilliant. Yeah, I loved it. He has nothing so, to gain I, by being in it. It's it's perfect. No. It's something he would do. It's something you believe yeah. his character would do. Absolutely. So, that's yeah, something I forgot to mention when I was talking about my good Drew, and that in that segment, the Miz is the one that carried that segment because yeah. he just can just talk and talk and Andy. talk. And even though he wasn't saying <laughs> anything like super gripping or whatever, it was still enough to like piss off Drew, keep the story moving, keep everything flowing. He's so good on the mic, and then of course. He ate that headbutt and the case tossed when he fucking chucked it and Miz has to go chase after it. It's, I mean, Miz is, does such a good job. Isn't, there a, a great Highland, isn't there a Highland Games yeah, event Jordan, dynamic that, that does too, something like, like that? So the, 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 the caber toss. Caber yes. toss, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> can I call him Andy? That's what I'm saying. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Andy. That was so good. Andy. <laughs> all right, so we all pretty much think that Roman is coming away with the title, except for yeah. Jordan wants to put in the stipulation that the Miz might cash in. I don't know. I, I definitely think that Roman is going gonna, is gonna to walk away with it. I think KO wins yeah, and then goes on to face Roman, and Roman beats him. 
and yeah. it st still continues that. So the last one that we have that is actually scheduled so far would be the Elimination Chamber for Drew's Championship. And, of course, we have Drew, we have Sheamus, we have AJ Styles, we have Randy Orton, we have Jeff Harvey, and we have <laughs> Kofi, who has now been added to the match. Jeff Harvey. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be Drew. It's pretty easy. <laughs> That's your official pick is Drew? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I like pick Drew as well. I, I I want to pick Drew, and I think it will be Drew, but the only other person I can see, obviously it's not Orton, because Orton's yeah. got a thing with The Fiend or whatever. It's not going to be Kofi. Kofi's done his thing. It's not going to be Jeff Hardy. Oh, God. could be Sheamus, and it could, could be, be Sheamus AJ. or AJ. Yeah. I would love it to be AJ. But I think I, I would love it. I'd love to see the belt on AJ. Yeah. Um, but, it just uh, seems like AJ's still going through the whole almost thing, and he so he's still doing yeah. like that whole. And almost and was more involved this week. That big choke slamarama dam yeah. So I don't know. Can't things to come. get involved in the chamber. So I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'll let Jordan uh, deliberate. I'm gonna pick Sheamus. Oh, wow. I could see Sheamus. Yeah, yeah. If that happens, I'll be pumped. I'm happy. I could see. Uh, I could see Sheamus having the title. I don't think he'll have it all the way till Mania. He might have it till Fastlane. Drew wins it back, and then you get Drew versus Edge, or you get Drew versus AJ at WrestleMania. I'm like, where is Edge coming into all? Of Maybe this? the Miz throws in there as well. I think. I still think the Miz is gonna is gonna is gonna cash in on the Raw Championship. I don't think he's gonna cash in on the SmackDown. Um. I think we should do for both elimination chamber matches who we think is going to be eliminated first as bonus points because there's not a lot of matches on this card. Yeah, so far. Well, Jordan, no, who'd you in, pick? In general, in terms of my pick for the match, Jason, job them out. I, <laughs> for different reasons, I'm also going to say Sheamus. Wow, nobody's going with their boy Drew. He's taking I, the Irishman. I think that Sheamus will win, and that will lead to Drew versus Sheamus at Mania, mm. and Drew will win it back so that he gets his pop. Oh well, I mean it's not going to be as as big a pop, but still another but Drew win at people. Mania. Yeah, that'll be so, nice yeah. actually. Yeah, um, and yeah, Edge can just piss off. He can face Finn Balor. <laughs> That's fine by me. Yeah. I don't care. Finn Balor, you do what you want, Edge. So the number one contender match, we have KO, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, Corbin, Zayn, and Uso. Uh, for me, it's either Zayn or Corbin, I think. And I'm going to go with Corbin going out first. That's the obvious choice. That's why I don't think yeah. it will be Corbin. Well, that's fine. I, I'm going to go that's, Daniel Bryan be... Ooh, first. Okay. Yeah, I Ooh. thought about that too. I think it's going to be Sami Zayn first. I, uh, because, I was... And then he can complain about it. He'll come I... out first, no matter what. He'll be yeah. starting in the match. <laughs> I think he's yeah. gonna get. I think he's gonna get pinned first. Well. I actually think Jay will be the first person. Wow! Mm -hmm. Oh, like they'll they'll get him out first. I didn't. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I think I Damn. think Jay or something will happen. And it'll be cause for Roman to say, "Oh, you you disappointed the family once again. You you." Did this this I think I think Jay will be eliminated if first. If he doesn't win, Roman can say that anyway, couldn't he? Yeah. It's true. You didn't but... win, and you could have lied down for me, you pissant. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's true. I think, I think they'll go one step further, and either they everyone else sort of gangs up on him a little bit, or yeah, he. I think he. I think he's also going to be one of the first people to either start in the in the ring, or he's going to be the first person to enter. I think I just have a feeling, and so I'm going to pick Jay to be the first one eliminated. Interesting. All right. So let's talk about the other elimination. Sean Bear. We have Drew. Seamus, Styles, Orton, Hardy, Kofi. Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Harvey. I, I, I love Jeff, but it just seems like he's cruising right now. Uh, I, I wish he was stick, sticking with Carlito. Where's Carlito? Yeah, I think it's not I mean, cool. he's no, no stranger to the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, it's true. true. He's done well. I think Jeff needs to piss off and go to AEW if I'm being honest what I think, uh, yeah I don't know it's, he's it's still really good up, he'll be a big star over there but yeah. it, well they're not doing anything with him right so it's yeah. I don't know I think, I think he's too entertaining in those kind of matches for him to go out first so I'm gonna go with hmm. a bold pick as first out and say Drew. Randy Orton Ooh, oh actually that's a good choice that's, that's, a, that's a good choice that's what I was gonna say <laughs> um, you, can, you can still pick him yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> You're right, though. The, the big spot. I think Drew is going is out first, and he's also going to win. No, I, I, I. What? It's going to be like Steve Austin. He's going to get eliminated. Imagine if Drew gets eliminated and... first, though, just like a bro kick to the face or I, something. I would say that's, that's almost like um, impossible that Drew would go out first. It would be like a Conor McGregor moment if he just gets knocked out by a bro kick and then just gets pinned, and everyone's just like. <gasps> I do always like the Elimination Chamber matches that are like the champ gets eliminated and you're like, what's going to happen? It happened to Cena, I remember. He was eliminated as champ. That's probably the only one, I think, isn't it? The only one I can think of. Yeah, fair. Anyway, I'll go with Randy because that's who I originally thought. We'll go with that vibe. Mm Mm-hmm. It makes the most sense, you know, like, or actually, yeah, Hardy makes sense too, but I'm just going to go with that. I think it's more fun, so... We will see what matches are to come. Um, do you guys have any predictions for what matches that you think they'll add? I mean, Sasha Banks has nothing on the card yet. That's unusual, isn't it? Uh, I don't care, Brad, if I'm being quite honest. I'm quite <laughs> yeah, happy. Yeah, she's, in- she's not anything interesting, but... No, no, I'd rather she didn't have a match than have some half-ass match against... Exactly, because it diminishes the title. Can't yeah. be throwing around title matches. Can't do yeah. it. I agree. I'm with you on that one. So with that, is there anything else you guys want to mention on this special 60th episode, prediction episode, elimination chamber episode of the Four Jobbers podcast? Happy 60th birthday, Jobbers. (laughs) Yeah, we can almost retire. I just want to share two things. Um... I saw that they were hyping up, obviously, the Elimination Chamber match itself that's to come, or both of them, and they're using similar kind of uh, vignettes that they have in the past, even like 10 years ago. They're building up how lethal and, and dangerous it is. Like, when you guys see this, do you still feel the same uh, towards this kind of match now that they've padded the outside and changed the top and no. now that it's every year automatically? Like, do you really feel the same? Like, it's still exciting, no. but just not the same. Right. It I will say this is the dangerous. first time they've. Yeah. It doesn't feel dangerous, but it's the first time they're putting some interesting things into it, right? Like story-wise, yes. 
But I'm not. I mean, I'm talking about not necessarily in the Drew one, but in the Roman one. I'm really excited to see what happens there. And hundred percent, I'm still excited for the match. But you're right; they're not as the danger aspect of it. They got to stop as, the danger. It's not. It's not dangerous. It's, it's not, more just uh, interesting because of the characters that are at play. But it's not as dangerous feeling. Like I prefer the storyline promos rather than the this is a dangerous structure and body. Yeah, because it's not. It's not anymore. It's just not. You you land outside and it's padded. So sorry, I don't care if you land outside anymore. <laughs> and you have nice lots of room to jump, which I know you lots love. of room to jump. Go out. There's cameras up there. There's a little station to get a coffee. It's it's nice. Go up there and the chill. The pods <laughs> used to be like so so flimsy. So when someone could actually like break into it, like when you got thrown through it, the bro kick <laughs> through it. Like there's been a lot of good pod breaking moments. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's bulletproof. The guy like flicks it. Oh, it fell. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and the second thing is, isn't it such a horrible feeling? When you, you're going to put on your sock and then you, you get to that moment and you slide it right up and the heel doesn't line up with your heel. <laughs> oh, and your yeah. toe gets jammed in and all of that. No, like your heel is like on the top or something. It just feels so awkward. You're jamming it yeah. on the wrong way. Yeah, I mean also, the t you know, <laughs> you know where there's like the, the place for your toe or whatever, depending on if you're wearing foot bags or like real socks. Yeah. Foot bags? For me, what it's the more the heel. The if, the, if the heel's off to the side and you pull it up, you're like, ah. My mom went to, to Giant Tiger and gets me, like, uh, for Christmas, she'll get me socks. But she goes to Giant Tiger, and there's, like, 50 in a in a bundle for, like, $5. Yeah, you, you, don't so respect, you don't respect socks. It's not socks. a sock. Socks it's a don't matter. Bag. It's oh, who, wow. me? Yeah, like, you don't like you don't care about, like, you'll wear socks. Like, it doesn't matter. You don't have to have, like, cool socks or nice socks. It's just socks. I don't know. I wear Under Armour socks now. Oh, really? Okay. You step your sock game up, then. And the other, the black ones that I have are New Balance. Do you care more about your socks or your underwear? Yo, my underwear collection right now is in, in a sorry state, my friend. Yeah, like, I, I need an upgrade. I need to hit up Simon's, sponsor me, hashtag. Well, we have, we have friends that care, like, deeply about their underwear choice. For me, I just bought some, like, I choose, like, a decent brand, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Good. It houses my balls and my arsehole. I really <laughs> don't care. Like, <laughs> some people are specific about it. I nah, care more nah. about socks. Mm, that's, What's yeah, your? Yeah. Do you wear colored socks? Do you like the fancy socks? Like I know you wear them when you play basketball I like, and stuff, but I, on a normal I like day, the, I like the most outrageous sock. Like I feel like it's the one thing that even if you're going to a, like a, a business meeting, you can have crazy socks. You can I do, do whatever have, you like, want with your socks. When I was actually going into the office, I bought some dress socks that are actually like you know I have the Greek ones that's you know it's like Greece and a little cat sitting there and like then I bought different fancier socks. But, like when you work at Apple, you're wearing jeans. Right, so you're never yeah, going to expose a different, different your ankle, ball game. really. Like, yeah. no, you just want something that's going to wick that sweat because you're walking nonstop and Mr. Socko. You know, and then you're also <laughs> sad because you work there, so you just don't care about your socks or underwear at all. But uh, in the office, I like to wear, you know, when the when the socks peak, a little uh, cheeky sock for sure. A little sock peak goes a long way, and that's where Jordan we can cap it off. Been disgusted. <laughs> my my socks are always a bit crusty. sock cleavage. Show show those socks socks cleavage. Sock cleavage. <laughs> I mean, I'm just. What have I got on? Oh, Bare I've feet. got. Uh, <laughs> oh no, socks! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't see my socks. Uh, some gray. Look at that flexibility! My goodness, this guy has been doing DDP yoga in lockdown, big time. DDP yoga. <laughs> Those look like some. All right, I'll, I'll just buy these. I guess little, socks. Little, little, little <laughs> fucking Reebok. Little ankle socks does a job. Anyway, that's enough about my sock game. End the podcast, please. Thank you so much for listening to another episode <laughs> of the Four Jobbers Podcast. On behalf of Jordan McIntyre, 
the Wax Mamba, Jason the Fantastical. I am Ginger Heat. Thank you so much for listening. Hello at the Four Jobbers, at the Four Jobbers on social media. We'll see you next week for episode 61, where we will recap the Elimination Chambert. Yeah. Elimination Chambert. Suck magic. <laughs> Suck magic.